How you doing, Kevin? I'm okay, man. How are you doing? Doing well. So, uh, yeah, glad to uh, catch up with both of you. I mean, uh, you know, it's been a while since we've seen a, a, a product from you fine folks. I'm sure, you know, I can't understand why. You know, no. there was, an, you know. There, nothing was I, going on. No, nah, nothing, nothing at all. <laughs> so, although I, I, I'm representing. All right. There's, there's some high on the hog t-shirt right there. I'll have to get you one of the new ones here. <laughs> yeah, I was seeing those. I saw those in your photos. So, yeah. Uh, and glad to see, uh, you know, I still see people talk about it occasionally. So it's good that it's out there still. You know? Yeah. So it is. I mean, it's we do the shows and, you know, we get to keep up with people who are out there. Mm -hmm. And we have a pretty, I think our fan base is building. I mean, I just think it just keeps building and building and, you know, it's, uh, it's kind of interesting to see. So I, I still have the high goals of, uh, 10 years getting to cult status. So, <laughs> you, you know, well, well, with your cast that you have in there, I, I could see why, you know, I mean, uh, I, I got people that still look up the interview I did with Robert Zadar back oh, like yeah. 10, 10 years ago now. Fun That's guy. Amazing. Yeah. He, he was a great guy. Well, I, the hard part with Hog was is that you know we we finished it. We did the premiere in what two thousand spring of two thousand nineteen. Is that right? Yeah. And you know, six months later, Sid was gone. Yeah. You know, so it just and then COVID had hit. You know, right after that, and it was like we couldn't have had much uh, more. Uh, un, un, been more unlucky, I think, than than how that all happened. But, <laughs> but making it wasn't easy either. So as you know, so it was, oh yeah, it was a challenge. Yeah, uh, I, I heard about some of the challenges. <laughs> oh god. Uh, but uh, yeah, so what you what you been up to recently? I uh, you still doing the shows in that? You're still showing it everywhere? Yeah, we're um, actually we have a screening this Saturday night. Um, and it's at what's it called, Ben? Come on, you got to jump in. Ghost, ghoulish mortals. Ghoulish, ghoulish mortals in uh, St. Charles. Uh, we're doing a, a screening in downtown St. Charles Saturday night. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it starts at six o'clock. Uh, then we're going to be around to question and answer after that. So um, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I enjoy those sorts of things. We did one in Southern Illinois with our good mm -hmm. friend, Jed Bryan, um, and did a double feature with, with his film. And uh, it was in an actual theater, you know, <laughs> with the actual great sound system that I think his friend Brett set up, uh, our friend, mm -hmm. maybe I should say now, uh, did an amazing job on the sound. It's the first time in probably... Oh, I don't know, a year or two that I had actually sat down and watched the movie from beginning to end because it was so amazing <laughs> to see it on the big screen and see how awesome this movie can look <laughs> on a big screen. Yeah. You know? It was amazing. I'm like, holy crap, I made this thing. You know, this thing is <laughs> awesome. Gosh, why is it getting more attention? Because it is great. Not that I'm biased or anything, right? No, no, not at all. Well, no, I, I you know, I, here, you know, I, I still see it coming up in uh, conversations in some indie indie film circles and that. And I think it's, you know, the cast that you do have helps draw that because, uh, you know, cult fan base oh, sure. is very devoted. 
you know, <laughs> they'll, they'll watch it in just about anything, you, you know, and so they just happen to get this really wild and, and crazy film uh, that you've got. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's great. It's it still got legs. Yeah, I mean, it is. And I, and I think what's fun about it is, is that, um, you know, I was pretty close with Sid for seven years. Mm -hmm. I mean, after he shot Hog, we became pretty good friends. I mean, sure. friends in terms of every show pretty much that he was at in the Midwest. I mean, Kansas City, Detroit, Chicago, 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 Indianapolis. I mean, we were always, I was there for him and, mm -hmm. you know, sat at his table. Um, took money, talked to him, you know. Um, in fact, I was, I took Sid to the hospital the first time mm. he had first got sick. He didn't even know what was going on. And I, he was in Schaumburg at that time at, a, at the Days of the Dead in Schaumburg. And the first time anybody said they'd ever seen Sid walk away and close his table. And it was because we went to the doctor. I took him yeah. to the <laughs> hospital to get looked at and nobody knew at the time what this was going to end up doing so yeah. but yeah i mean uh and not to bring it down but but you know that that whole thing it was just like all those years of being with sid and seeing his fandom and seeing all the people that love him and took care of him and wanted to see him and wanted to be around him it was um nothing short of amazing and a great a great thing to see because now with hog i still promote and push and say, you know, this is, this is one of Sid's great efforts. I mean, he did, mm -hmm. um, he had an amazing, uh, emotional, dramatic monologue in the middle of that movie. Yeah. Um, that you just don't see from Sid, you know, he, he was a very talented actor and you just don't see that in a lot of his films. You know, you see that he can play the characters and be crazy and <laughs> do all that. And that's what everybody remembers. But that that sort of stuff is it's just classic Sid. And people who knew him know that he's that kind of a guy, too. I mean, mm -hmm. he was an emotional guy. So Ben oh. walked out on us, huh? Ben, ben walked out on us. I was just going to ask Ben a question. He, he gets tired of my stories good. and he just walks out. because He's heard them all about 100 times. So Oh, I'm, I'm, sure. I'm sure. Well, Ben and I do all the shows now together. So, mm -hmm. you know, we... Uh, we're constantly at these these conventions. We we're going to be at uh, um, so what's, what's the next one we're going to be at? I'm trying to remember what's next. What's our next? Uh, hey Ben, put on your headphones. <laughs> what's our next? What's our next convention we're doing? Hey, hold on, Mark, uh -oh. check check this out. Uh oh, what do you get? What do you get? <laughs> oh my god cobra candle i want one look at the look at the look at the scissors over here dude. Got yeah. scissors. my <laughs> wife found this uh, online I, I don't know who the hell was making these but <laughs> oh that's a that great, that's, dude? that's a beautiful thing we were talking uh, about uh canon films before kevin <laughs> so, oh i believe it. oh that's ben ben's mr canon so we sh we share share passion for canon so share passion uh, for be great trash be great trash <laughs> Yeah, but it's 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 awe inspiring B grade trash. It's well, and, and some of those movies are goddamn incredible. I mean, like Runaway oh, yeah. Train is incredible. Mm -hmm. Cobra's obviously incredible. Ben, <laughs> ben, I've not really shared this story, but Ben's aware of it, and he's still upset with me about it. But I have, I had a friend who lived out in the L.A. area, 
And I went out there and I can't tell you exactly what year it was, but it was the mid eighties. And I mm-hmm. believe that he had a job at one of the studios and it may or may not have been Canon. But when I left and from seeing him, he gave me one of the scripts. From oh, look at this. This is for, this is for down twisted. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah. Isn't, this, isn't that cool? That is so I, cool. It's a great, I gave that. It's a great shape too, man. Great I gave shape. that to him. That was my buddy who gave it to me and he gave me two of them. And the other one was Cobra. And I cannot, I can't find out where that is for the life of me. Oh man. Yeah, I did. Oh. <laughs> but oh, I, man. but I was out there when they had released it and they were doing all, had done all this stuff. And he goes, here, you got to have a copy of this. And I'm like, uh-huh. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> they didn't even think about it back then. So. Oh man, a Cobra script. That would be that'd be beautiful to have. I did. I I I give my well let's see. I, I, I'll, I'll cut off my hair for it. How about that? I was gonna say yeah. you need your you need your hands to work there, sir. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep my hands. I'll get rid of the hair. Yeah. So uh traveling high in a hog for a few years, uh was that I imagine a bit of a challenge during the pandemic. Yeah, or... we didn't do many shows through during the pandemic. I did, can't remember what our last one was, but what's our next one been? We start. I started to talk about it. Now I forgot uh, where it was going. Flashback next. Flashbacks. Weekend. Yeah. Flashbacks coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's our first time doing flashback. We've done a lot of the Days of the Dead, and you know, we did. We were with Sid on his birthday party. His last. His last one. Sure. Is in Kansas City, and mm-hmm. we did a screening of Hog out there, which Ben loves to tell a story of the introduction for the movie, um, that we got from the local one of the local guys. Ridiculous. Oh what, what? What's this? What's this story? Well, now you can't tease me like that. Uh, come on, Ben. Tell me. What does he say? He, he goes. His intro. His intro took like ten seconds, and it's like, uh, what did he say? He goes. Well, here's this movie. It's got weed and titties. <laughs> I think he goes. It's got titties. It's got weed. It's got titties. And he goes. Here's the movie. Here's the movie. <laughs> that was it, man. That was his intro. Yeah. And he was, I remember he was like, he, he was the host and that was his host duty. That was his host duty. <laughs> that was his host duties. So he, he drew the short straw apparently on staff for, for introducing the film, right? He, I think he did bring me up and I got to do a brief introduction, but oh, goes, yeah, this is my description of this movie. Hmm. So he was, he, that's the kind of guy he was anyway. So I think you read, guy. didn't you read the, uh, you read the LA times quote, didn't you? Um, yes, I did. Yeah. Yeah. No, it uh, that was that was a fun weekend, and and we had some interviews with Sid that weekend too. That's a whole other story that we were trying to do a documentary on Sid, and we've kind of run up against it, uh, some roadblocks on that. So we're mm. we got a lot of good footage of interviews of Sid, but because we didn't get all the proper releases and everything done before, oh so, um, sure, there's some challenges with that. So we'll. Uh, we may still cross that bridge someday. Well, hopefully you get and you got some of the footage then, right? Oh. <laughs> At least so. Oh, we got a lot of footage yeah. of Sid, you know, with mm-hmm. a friend of ours, Gene Gal. How do you say his last name? Gallerano? Ben? Gene, yeah. Yeah. Gene. Um, he's done some good he's done documentaries and a lot of other things in, in life and uh, he's in film and he's he he shot a lot of stuff with Sid and got to see a lot sure. of different things with Sid. So so we got a lot of footage of Sid being interviewed and talking about being ill and all that good stuff. But it's just a matter of being able to get out and, and actually turn it into a documentary at some point, possibly. So 
Well, I'd, I'd, I'd watch it. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people would. I mean, he was in so many iconic films. Uh, so, you know, that it's... Film and TV and, and yeah. everything. I mean, we had a conversation one night, and I think it was in Indianapolis. And Sid had had a few glasses of wine, and Ben and I were sitting around, and there was another one of our friends there. and We got to talking about some stuff. And, you know, he started talking about the Rob Zombie movies and... Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, he sits up and he goes, you know what, Kevin? He goes, I think that, because I've been, I'm sorry, I didn't tell it right, but I said, yes. I've been talking to him about Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman. Sure. Because yeah. he was in he was in 54 episodes or something of Mary yeah. Hartman. And he says, I think my character, Tex, and Mary Hartman was kind of a precursor into me developing the character for the zombie movies. I'm like, <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> okay. We've got a great insight here, Sid. <laughs> You know? that, that also creates a really interesting cinematic universe. <laughs> going, going yeah, from that. Tex and Mary Hartman to yeah, <laughs> wow, <laughs> to that. So, uh, yeah. Uh, so, I guess uh, yeah. I mean, you both are, were uh, got to know uh, Sid very well. I guess Ben, what's your favorite Sid movie besides the one that he's been in with you? <laughs> um. Hmm. Man, that's a tough question. You know, hmm. Che, probably. Oh, yeah. If you watch Che, um, that's the one where he's both... He's both intense mm-hmm. um, and vulnerable at the same time. He's not in it as much as I'd like, but, and you know what's funny? If I'm not mistaken, Kevin, correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> I, I want to say, I want to say Sid told me in Atlanta when we saw him in February, the year he died, I think I asked him at dinner. We might've, we might've been, now we were with, we were with Jim and Bill Mosley. Hold on, let me see if I can find this. I wrote myself a message. <clears throat> Sid told me something, and I I, I, I texted it to myself. Um, <laughs> give me one second. Let me see if I can find yeah. it. You guys, will, this, this is actually pretty interesting. Once again, I don't know. I'm not 100% certain if this is... This story is true. But just give me one second. <laughs> well, we love Sid, and we, you know, we we always loved hearing his stories. But it was sure. it was funny hearing some of them sometimes the second and third and fourth time, because they change change oh. a little bit. You know, there might be a little <laughs> bit of a change to them, and it, sure. it, it might change with a couple of glasses of wine or something. So, oh yeah, it was, it oh, was yeah. fun. I, not that I would ever do that. I I would never, you know, exaggerate or or. <laughs> tell the story a little bit different after a couple glasses of wine so yeah yeah well no wine en- enhances the adjectives and the events is what happens so. yeah right <laughs> so you got it okay so there we go here's a story that Sid told me so we were just talking about james con recently because he recently passed and i texted myself this <clears throat> on some night during a show because sid had told me once again, I have no idea how we could confirm this, but <laughs> Sid told me he was almost cast in 1975's um, Killer Elite by Sam Peckinpah. Oh, wow. Yeah, which was written by, um, um, fuck, 
Sterling Sillifant, and it starred um, Burt Young, James Caan, and I think Bobby Duvall. Um, and I texted myself that. I don't think I got that drunk that I was just randomly texting myself <laughs> this. So he must have told me that. But once again, I have no way to confirm it. Yeah, but I, I completely forgot about that story until until uh, James Caan's passing. Wow. That would have been cool had he been that. Yeah, but to answer your question, the movie, uh, my favorite movie of his is probably Che, which is, I realize, not a lot of people have seen. And no. Sid, Sid actually admitted that. He's like, I know a lot of people haven't seen it. <laughs> but uh, that, that's that's a great pick. What about you, uh, Kevin? Uh, besides High on the Hog, what would you say uh, your uh, favorite Sid movie is? Well, it's it's interesting because it was, I, I didn't, I was never a big, I didn't know the Rob Zombie movies when I first met Sid. Oh, so, sure. So for me, I, you know, it wasn't them at the time. And I didn't really even know who Sid was. And I, but once I started looking, I'm like, oh, I remember him in Star Trek. And I remember him in Batman, you know. And mm -hmm. I was watching an old Johnny Carson episode the other night. And, and uh, the guy who played King Tut in Batman, I can't remember his name. Yeah. But he was on Johnny Carson. And they were talking about his King Tut character. And I'm like, yeah, talk about Sid. Talk about Sid. Talk about <laughs> Sid, but you know that was an old episode. So, um, but you know, I like. I used to love. I loved Pit Stop because it was one of those movies that I had seen before, mm -hmm. just didn't realize who was in it. But one Saturday morning, I was sitting around the house, and I just I always have Turner Classic Movies on, sure. and I and I I just have it on in the background, and I'm doing something, and I hear this voice. And I'm like, that sounds like Sid. And so I stopped, I sat down and I started watching this movie. And it was like a 60s, you know, beach movie. And I'm like, that can't be Sid. <laughs> and I'm watching and it was Sid. It, it's, it was, it's a bikini world. And he's, and his name of all names in this movie was Daddy, I believe. And he's Big Daddy and Hog. Yeah. And I just, I so I text him. I go, Sid, Turner Classic Movies has on It's a Bikini World right now. And I think he must have been sleeping or something. Because it oh. was like 9 o'clock on a Saturday morning. So it's 7 sure. o'clock in California. And I didn't hear from him for like an hour or two. But I'm like, he goes, yep, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know it was you. But I'm like, I just, I just wanted to let you know it was on. Because I'm sure it doesn't get shown very often on Turner yeah. Classics, but I loved it. It was mm -hmm. great. I mean, it had, he was like this hipster leader, you know, mm -hmm. on of this, all these beach kids, you know, that are, that danced and hung out in this bar. So it was, to me, it just was like, oh my gosh, Sid in so many different ways. So <laughs> I, I mean, I love that movie. So, um, I mean, everybody loves Spider Baby and everybody loves sure. know, the movies that Sid like. To, to promote and project on, you know, with the photos that he had on this table. But uh, mm -hmm. that one, that one always, that one hit me only because of how I found out about it. So <laughs> I know that guy, you know, that guy. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah. It, that's, that's gotta be surreal. I, I mean, he was in so many iconic films. I mean, someone who, who I kind of reminds me of Sid a lot is Danny Trejo. Oh yeah. Um, you know, the roles that he takes He in these big films. And then he's in, you know, a smaller indie film and then he's in some TV show, just wherever, you know, Dan Danny's showing up and I know why he showed up, but when he showed up in uh book of Boba Fett, 
I was like, that was my favorite episode. And people are like, he wasn't on there for more than a couple minutes. I'm like, I don't care. It was Danny tree. <laughs> right. You know, and Danny was at one of the Schomburg shows one time, and mm-hmm. you know, to see him and Sid see each other, we were out in the oh, lobby yeah. and Danny was there with his son, I believe. Mm-hmm. And he, he needed batteries or something for his phone, his iPhone that yeah. would quit working or he wanted. He goes, do you know there's an Apple store around? I go, yeah, there's one over in the, in Woodfield mall. And I said, uh, and so I was sitting with Sid and we were talking a little bit and I said, I'm going to go ask him if he needs a ride over. I said, I'll yeah. take him over there. So I went over and talked to him and he was very appreciative and very nice. He goes, nah, we already called the car. We got somebody taking us over there and we're taking care of it. But Danny's just a genuine guy. But to see him and Sid together, you know, oh, yeah. like this, you know, the difference. <laughs> and it's like, holy cow. Because, you know, Danny's a fire plug and yeah. Sid, Sid was tall and more lanky. Mm-hmm. They were two completely different personalities but hey why you since you brought him up ben don't let me forget he might be a great third voice for the the dais on uh he's, he would certainly be recognizable to do instead of the the other woman character in the next project Ooh, talking about next project all right he's a runaway train too <laughs> so who is uh, go ahead Oh, who was in Runaway Train? Uh, Dreo. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's in like <laughs> so much. He's everything. He's in the <laughs> Snickers commercials for crying out loud. You know. <laughs> Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Yeah, <laughs> that one uh, that one really made me laugh as well. He's the he's the dummy in Death Wish 4, too. I love that. During the explosion yes! scene in the restaurant. <laughs> yes. He's the Death, dummy? Death I Wish 4, yeah. I didn't you know that. You gotta see it, Kevin. It's wow. It, it's it's a restaurant scene, and he played. He just plays a minor thug, and then, uh, yeah, there's an explosion, and there's a trio dummy in there flying away. Oh, it oh, looks. It's, it's, just look it up. Look it up on YouTube, because trust me, it's everywhere. It's it's, <laughs> it's the subject of many a meme too. It's, it's just ridiculous. Uh, my my buddy, Mister Derek Carey, uh, he he loves shitty dummies. So, uh, whenever I see one in a movie, I, I point one out for him. I'm like, hey, this one's got a shitty dummy. <laughs> there he is. Yep, there oh is. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Tell me, it. oh, it's awful. Death it's beautiful. Is a classic. Classic. <laughs> it's well, if, he, if your buddy likes shitty dummies, he's going to love our next project. So, ooh, how's that for a hint for you? Well, that that's another tease. So, yeah. so can you tell us a little bit about this project? Because I was going to ask you what, what you got going on. Because I'm sure you know with the pandemic and such, uh, it's kind of put things on hold. But now things are are kind of picking up again. Uh, yeah. You know what you got cooking? We, uh, I think we have a script that's done. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be a, well, I can't do anything but Grindhouse. So it's going to be a Grindhouse post-apocalyptic anthology Ooh. Um, with, it's not going to be your typical anthology. I mean, you're sure you're aware of Ben's other movie, Skeletons in the Closet, where yeah, it's, there's some yeah. good storytelling and good, mm-hmm. good short films in there. This is going to be a little more like, I mean, I grew up in the 70s, 80s drive-in theater things. So it's going to have a little more of a Kentucky fried movie feel to it where oh, okay. it's going to have some comedic relief and craziness mm-hmm. and 
not make a lot of sense, but it's going to be a post-apocalyptic, uh, probably a guy. I don't want to run, talk, tell too much, but it's going to be a oh, guy no. basically yep. running a TV studio um, after the apocalypse and thinks <laughs> and thinks that he's broadcasting and and talking to co-hosts who sure may or may not really may not be. So. <clears throat> well, that's that sounds interesting, Ben. You gonna you gonna uh, be part of any of the shorts? You gonna direct any of them? Um, Maybe I'm sure I'll be involved somehow. Sure, <laughs> he's gonna be editing and putting everything together. He's <laughs> he's he's reviewing the script right now and mm. adding all of his the directional type stuff in it. So um, <laughs> then we've got to send it out to. I've already know two of the main characters possibly nice. two other people that'll show up. Um, but it will, the, the cool part's going to be, it's going to be able to feature some of our friends that have made some cool short films. Sure. And then that's going to utilize some films that some buddies of mine made, mine made for mm -hmm. cable access programming like 25 years ago, you know, that we're <laughs> going to, we're going to use some of their, and I don't think they would be upset with me for calling it, you know, crappy uh cable access uh, tv so um <clears throat> so we're going to utilize some of that stuff and uh, uh we're going to have a we're going to have a fun with it and it's going to be i think we're going to have a lot of fun with it and it'll have uh our, our friend in kansas city mm -hmm. will be able to introduce it is probably titties and weed <laughs> and maybe more titties and whatever maybe, we hope. maybe he can give us a few more words this time. maybe maybe, maybe. Next time a little bit more, so. titties uh, and weed and and booze there you go and, titties and, weed and booze there you go uh so it, it's it should be a lot of fun i mean we got uh i've already pitched it to a couple of well-known actors who i think are are, uh, are are into it it's just a matter of closing the deals and and we might have a little surprise in there from some old friends that uh, make an appearance. So, oh, that's that sounds exciting. Definitely, I definitely be interested in that. I always like uh, anthology films because I'm a big, I'm a big supporter of uh, well, indie in general. But I do like short films. Uh, I don't think a lot of short films get some of the credit they deserve. Oh, right. uh, yeah. You know, uh, wouldn't you say uh, because? Uh, yeah, the features you have, you know, everything's exponential but still even your short film takes a lot of work <laughs> well you take somebody like chris Eunice, who did the that uh um, for our movie did uh that the stop motion stuff so right i put out a dvd here's here's more self-promotion i put out a dvd of all of his stuff mm -hmm. um and it's you know from the twisted minds you know of sure Chris Eunice. it's 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 12 i believe of his short films on mm. on a is it blu-ray or dvd ben i don't even remember <laughs> DVD. DVD. um well look at this guy Frank this guy. he's mine he's that, right on Ben's, top he's it. just on top of it yeah i got it so it's that shirt it's that shirt i love that shirt it's like somebody bled all over him i i'm in envy of that shirt i collect hawaiian shirts and that and i just that's oh place. man you and i should compare closets we should do a podcast <laughs> of different closets that would be funny because ben's funny. got some shirts I've got, <laughs> I've got some shirts and they're nonsense yeah yeah unfortunately i think the one shirt i've had for about 11 years that i wore like for most of my interviews at the horror fest has finally died unfortunately so uh -oh. Uh, Mark, I saw a Canon Hawaiian shirt at um, 
um what's what's jeff's called uh midwest monster fest oh yeah really yeah, yeah. last oh. last fall yeah last fall oh and i, I offered the guy i was like look <laughs> it, what would you take for this he's like dude there's like three of these so i don't know what that meant i think they were custom made <laughs> right he's like, he's like you, you don't you don't don't you're you're not you're not getting this you're I, not I'm getting not, it if I gave him a thousand dollars cash, he probably would have parted with it. But I'm not paying a thousand dollars for fucking you know nylon. It's not gonna. Happen. No, no, that's true. But but I would have paid one fifty maybe. Yeah, yeah. There you go. That's fine. But that that DVD looks great. Uh, but yeah, you know, Chris does all stop motion stuff. So it's, yeah, you talk about work. I mean, this guy yeah. does anywhere from eight to. 20 minute stop motion films that take forever to do. So I've produced two of his films now mm -hmm. and uh, we're going to have one of them. Will be, he will be featured sure. in our next movie. So, nice. So we'll have more, well, more Chris Young's for Eunice, for friends who, for fans, let's put it that way. <laughs> well, it, it, it bed your experience with the uh, short films as well. And that, I mean, you, you still got to do all the pre-production stuff of a feature, don't you? <laughs> You mean for the one right now? <laughs> well, no, for, for any short, short film, film, just just short film. Oh, oh yeah. In fact, you could make the argument there's there's uh, there's more pre-production um, mm -hmm. because you usually have a lot less time um, and a lot less money, so you've got to be hyper vigilant in terms of being organized. Sure, sure. Well, yeah, because you're you've got limited time frames and <laughs> and generally less people assisting. Yeah. Sure, you're, generally. You're... You got more people wearing more hats, doing more things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, without question. Yeah, but you know, and, and I, I still, I've seen some wonderful short films that have not been that long, and it's like those are great. And, and people, I think, you know, kind of look them by. Oh, they're just a short film, but I'm like, no, there's there's work put into those. Oh. I mean, you know, oh, some yeah. of them are like, yeah, yeah but you know. Uh, what was one? Oh, well, you were talking about post-apocalyptic. I watched one called The Spinning Man. Someone yeah. uh, uh, directed me towards, which was uh, a guy who was living after the nuclear war in a radio station, and he was broadcasting every day, and he he was just broadcasting. He didn't actually think that people were listening until he gets a response one day back from someone who says that they like his radio and they start playing. And then he starts having these odd ideas about, you know, who this guy is. And if, is he really hearing him or is he, you know, and as he's doing this, his cans of clam chowder, cause that's all he eats yeah. are, are slowly whittling down. So <laughs> at least it's and, not chilly. That's a yeah. good thing. And, and like, <laughs> And like every short film, it's got that what I call the other shoe drops, and it gets kind of that final ending, you know, that little hook at the end that you just like it it just gets your mind. And I, I love short films because you you get those type of stories to where there's a lot of fat cutaway and you just get the core theme or idea that the filmmaker wants to do. And you and I mean, you wish and you wish there was a home for those. And that home is the anthology, know, yeah. Exactly, the anthology infrastructure. Um, I'm actually surprised. <clears throat> I mean, yeah, I was talking. Sorry. Say that again, Ben. <laughs> Sorry. He went oh. from leaning forward to all of a sudden sitting back. So, so say that again, Ben. We didn't hear I, it. I find 
Oh my gosh, we did it again. He's not supposed to say that. That's he's not thing. supposed to say that. The internet's keeping the right. He's not supposed to say it. The he's, internet's keeping him from saying the, there should be more. Yeah, the, the, the internet. The internet does not want me to say this. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying there should be more. Yeah, I'm actually surprised there aren't more anthology films and, and especially anthology series because I remember mm-hmm. in the 80s, well, I mean, you know, that became a staple on TV for a while. Once Spielberg kind of got with the amazing stories and then mm-hmm. they brought back they brought back, you know, uh, Tales from the Dark Side. They brought back Alfred Hitchcock Presents. Night Gallery. Know, I loved Night all of those. You guys, hey, My, do you guys remember uh, The Hitchhiker? Oh, yeah. I remember yeah, that. That was great. That, that was a great. My wife has, uh, she loved Monsters. We mm-hmm. have that anthology, you mm-hmm. know. Um, yeah, anthologies were big for a while, and those were great because you got those short, and it was perfect TV format because like a half hour, you know, with commercials, they could tell these short stories. And now you would think you would see more because there's a lot more short films out there. There's a lot more content. Right. Yeah. I think yeah. if I'm not mistaken, <clears throat> Sid did an amazing stories that was mm-hmm. directed by uh, Bob Clark, like the Bob Clark. Let me check that. There's no way I'm right about that. <laughs> like there's no way. Like my brain works, but usually not that well. Give me one. <laughs> sure. Fucking no way. There's no way I'm right. Uh, yeah. This I is mean, what I deal with all the time, Mark. I mean, it's, oh, uh, that, it's this, I think I got this. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's true. Let's, uh, let me look it up. I'm not sure. Oh, hey, it's good. He to remembers verify. everything. Not, nothing wrong to verify. You don't have to remember everything. It, you've got the internet. So oh, yeah. Right. You're right. <laughs> looking, looking it up, man. <laughs> what did we do back in the old days? Oh, no, well, we had to remember you know, stuff. Well, you know, I, I've had that discussion with some many fans, you know, and, and my son, who has grown into becoming a film uh, watcher, <laughs> he, he didn't start out that way, but he's really gotten, especially horror. He just, he discovered horror a while back, and I love it. How old is now he? I had, uh, he's 22 now. Okay, good. Um, when, when he was younger, he couldn't even walk down the horror film aisle without getting freaked out by the covers, right? Sure. And, and then... Uh, little did I know later on his, uh, he had some friends online that he met through video game playing and they had a, uh, uh, they hosted a cast. Well, it was called rabbit room at that time. And they, they would all get their streamer buddies together and they would watch horror films, but I didn't know he was watching these. And then suddenly, you know, I mentioned what and he rattled. Oh yeah, this, this, this. And I'm like, <laughs> what? And then oh, we're, boy. <laughs> then, well, and then the biggest thing was we're in the theater walking to, Oh, look at that. What does it say? I can't read it. Uh, and he froze too at that. Exactly. Of course he did. Well, that's perfect. <laughs> that's we perfect. didn't want to see Ben anymore. Just see what he put up there. It was he was an amazing stories. Uh, I can't quite see the director. Oh yeah, no, I think that's the say Bob Clark on there. Um, <laughs> ben, 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 it, it froze him right there. It's like proving it. Yep. Uh, but. Yeah, I was. Uh, we were in a hall, and then uh, the 2018 Halloween poster was up, and he goes, "Oh, hey, Dad, I'd like to go see that." And I nearly cried. I was like, "That's my boy, That's my boy, right there." <laughs> Isn't that a good feeling? Honey? He wants to see a horror film with his dad. There you go. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Hey, what? Uh, so Ben was right. It was. It was. Uh, it was Bob it was, Clark. It was Bob Clark. 
We we could tell it just it was a little blurry on that text when you froze, but it did say Bob Clark. So yeah, remote, remote control man is that episode. I can't. Believe oh that yeah, episode. yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember okay. that one? Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, I it asked. Was... I asked Sid about that. I don't remember fucking where we were. Who gives? Who cares? But I <laughs> he didn't he didn't really want to get into it for some reason. I it, he may really? have just been tired. Yeah, I mean, who, who knows? <laughs> well, you know some of those. You know, they work with so many different people. I'm sure they have the the bad stories with the good, and they'd prefer not to talk about the bad. <laughs> well, and, and I've gone through, we did that with a lot of, I mean, I, I had lunch with Bobby Zadar one day, and there sure. were things he didn't want to talk about. And Joe mm-hmm. Joe Estevez, he, he's got lots of stuff he doesn't want to talk about. <laughs> and, and, I, and, you know, I don't blame him. I mean, he wrote his book about his family called Wiping Off the Sheen, and you know, so yeah. he'll talk about his family, but not necessarily in a positive light. And, and uh, you Which, know, I, I, he didn't want right. to talk about any of the days in shooting, you know, Apocalypse Now or anything. He didn't want any. Right. He, he didn't really want to go into it because those were Rough not time, pleasant yeah. memories with with yeah. some ways. So you know, which is is interesting because I've always liked. I've always liked Estevez quite a yeah. bit in pretty much anything, even if it's a minor role. I love seeing him because he just he he gives his all into it. And, you know, there's talent just like Zadar and Sid, these these uh, performers who, yeah, have been big in small films. But, you know, it as fans, we see it, it's not just fans. There's talent there. And it's just they never could quite hit that level for whatever reason to to get into the mainstream but you know uh, at the same time they seem to elevate nearly any film or scene they're in um, mark that's so true i mean i sit and watch and i and again i think joe's portrayal in of the cop in hog i, I think it might be one of his best performances <laughs> yeah. i mean i really tr- truly believe now I give a lot. I give Ben a lot of credit for editing it to make him the character that he turned out to, because the first edit was not like that. Mm-hmm. But Joe really turns out to be this despicable cop in this movie, and and he, but he, he's just there. He's just so good at it, yeah. and <laughs> and and I just I think it's I think he's amazing in the film. I don't want to say he necessarily stole the film from Sid, but I'll tell you what, if I had Close. to pick. You know, two people. I'd say you know they were co-stars, if anything, because sure. Joe did Joe did do an amazing job. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he always just seems to put his all into it. And and you bring up a good point with editing, uh, uh, Ben. Uh, I think people don't realize that uh, <clears throat> the editor does play a role in crafting or or molding sometimes how a character uh, comes across. Uh, you know, how, how do you? Go about that <laughs> process. I mean, I, you... I think I think that was one of my first major uh, issues with uh, the first draft of, of High in the Hog. Because mm-hmm. Mark, we've had this discussion. You know that there's a, yeah, yeah, another version. Um, yeah, yeah. Estevez was not effective. In fact, he was kind of I don't want to say annoying, but he mm-hmm. was he was an he was a frustrating character because you knew there was a better performance there, and there was. And like I was saying before with, with uh, Che, he's both intense and and odd. he's oddly likable and vulnerable in some scenes. Mm-hmm. 
and that took it took a while to find that but yeah you can that's a that's a great example of how of how an editor can, can coax uh, a performance out of out of mm -hmm. the material not necessarily in terms of directing obviously because i didn't direct the movie but in terms of, of finding that performance sure. in the in the available footage yeah that's a perfect hey. example of that well i think i think if you saw the first version of hog versus the the version that that ben and i did i think you would find that that's true with the whole thing i mean i mm -hmm. the first version of hog was you know almost a made for tv crime drama sort of thing it just <laughs> sure. it, it just wasn't what what i wanted and, and and i and i think we talked about this before i take full blame for that because i wasn't there to push it to be the grindhouse movie that I wanted it to be. I gave sure a lot of free reign and 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 allowed a lot of stuff, and I didn't know. Mm -hmm. But when we went back and and we found out there wasn't a market for it, and then Ben came on board, and Ben and I started working closely together. Um, that's when everything changed. I mean, sure, Ben took stuff that had been left out of the first one and put in the second one. Ben cut it around and moved things around to make it the story better plus you know we did the new we did a lot of new shoots we did some, sure. you know we had the la church stuff that we added in and and more more uh titties and more uh other stuff <laughs> weed. So too yeah. so more weed and more titties lots of drug <laughs> lots more drug stuff that we added and you know and it, it, it but ben is the one who crafted it and and mm -hmm. I, I i truly believe that the movie is what it is because of what ben was able to draw out of what we had his look at his head's getting bigger the whole time I'm talking, but <laughs> out of everything that, that, that we had and Ben took it and, and mm -hmm. molded it and manipulated it into the film that, that we have, you know, him and I went back and forth on stuff and we didn't always agree on stuff, but ultimately it was Ben and I, we finished that movie in the last year that we worked on it. It was me and him. And we made mm -hmm. sure that it was the movie I wanted. So I say to this day, if you love the movie and you think it's great, Give Ben credit. If you hate it and you think it sucks, blame me because I, you know, I pushed <laughs> Ben into doing a lot of that stuff. Ben was just the guy who was able to create and, you know, do the things that he needed to do. Yeah, so. I don't want the blame. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take all the blame. You I get all, all the credit. So, but yeah, I, I, I really truly believe that. And I, in fact, Ben and I were talking yesterday, uh, yesterday or two days ago, and I said to him, we were talking about the next project. You know, and he's he's like, ah, I don't know. I mean, this is some of this stuff is frustrating and blah 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 blah. And I go, Ben, I will never make another movie without you. I just won't. Wow. I mean, Ben is Ben is the guy, and if Ben's not involved in the project, I'm not doing the project. So, wow, Ben, feel, feeling the love. <laughs> <There it is. laughs> right. I think your heart's on the other side. <laughs> I can't tell because I'm watching. I'm, I'm watching Amber reverse. I'm just kidding you. It's, it's, kidding it's, you. it's, it's mirrored. It's in reverse. Yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's right so I, I, it was either that I, or he was grabbing his stomach. I don't know. Yeah, it, it might have been getting ready to throw up. grabbing his stomach. Uh, well, I guess that's my question. You're, you're showing it now. You've been showing it for a while. Have you tweaked with the film since you know, you, you made its premiere or, or have you, have you, you know, after watching it so many times at, at, at different shows, have, have you made tweaks to it or did you leave it alone? Ben? 
the overall movie. Wrong. That's the answer. I don't know yeah. if Ben's going to answer or not, but yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the overall movie. Uh, because yeah. I know some, some I've I've read about how some indie filmmakers, especially you know, they've watched the film, they watch it, they watch the audience reaction, and they kind of tweak it and play with it as they get through the festival circuit. So I was just curious then if you now were like. I've been and I have discussed that we may do a. I've recut. Oh. Um, I recut scenes here and there. Yeah. But you've not added to the movie or changed the movie. The movie, the movie as it sits now is the movie. So we ah. we haven't changed it since the the premiere. But mm -hmm. but we've talked about potentially um, releasing a new. Uh, version with maybe some additional scenes in it um, mm. for, you know, maybe, maybe in a couple of years after we finish this next project. Um, you know, we're always looking for new stuff to put on the table when we go to these <laughs> shows, you know, and I've got Hog as the Blu-ray that, you know, that I own and yeah. control. I've got Hog as the DVD, which the distributor has. Mm. Um, I've got Hog as it, the German release of Hog on the table, <laughs> which which is which is actually titled "Make America Stoned Again." Do you have that one on your table too, Ben? Or no? I never give you a copy. Um, Make America. He's looking. Stoned. Yeah, it's the German <laughs> version that's subtitled that got wow. released in Germany. Um, and then um, you know, so we got all of those, and then we did the spinoff with the Chris Eunice stuff, and put together mm -hmm. one of his DVDs. So I mean, we're always looking to put new product on the table and try to do stuff. So that may be one thing that we look at at some time in the future. But it, listen, it, hog I, is hog is hog, and 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 like I said to you, Mark, I mm -hmm. when I watched it when we went down and 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 screened it on the big screen down in uh, Southern Illinois, it was. Mm -hmm. Awesome, and I and I, and I I I'm not patting myself on the back. I'm patting Ben on the back and and the other folks who worked on it. You know, when you look at the stuff and you look at some of this, it's just it's just awesome. So, mm -hmm. you got the German one there, Ben. There uh, you go. Said, hey, Big Daddy, make America stone. Wow, <laughs> he's got it all. He's got. I love how Ben. I love how you just have this ready. At, at his table, he's like, oh, yep, nope, I got this. Yep, I That's got why this. I pay him the big bucks, you know? <laughs> he's, he's my marketing he's, guru. He's he's like a living Google. Yeah. Posters. Well. <laughs> <laughs> he's oh, got yeah, a little bit of everything. He's got a little bit of everything. Go on high on the hog, the movie.com. You can buy all of this stuff, right? There you go. So, uh, uh so you got your project uh, coming up. You don't want to say too much. I get it, uh, but that's cool. We can keep an eye out for that. And where's your next showing? Uh, is Flashback Weekend? I believe uh, we're going to we're streaming this weekend at Ghoulish Mortals in St. Right. Charles, okay. and then uh, we'll be at Flashback. Uh, we'll just have a booth at Flashback that will be oh, okay. have all the products and stuff. But yeah, hey Mark, if you want, um, when I get the couple people signed to the project, uh, mm -hmm. the next project. Uh, I'd be happy to come on and, and we can, we'll be happy to leak the, the, some of the, the, the inside information about I, the next project to you. So I would, I, that would be fantastic. I always would appreciate that. Uh, you know, I'm always up for supporting indie cinema and especially talented folks like, uh, you and, and Ben, especially, uh, you know, uh, getting the word out about these things. Cause, uh, 
There's some really great stuff out there that I think gets overlooked because the minute they hear indie cinema or self-produced, people kind of like, oh, you know, <laughs> but but there's some great stuff exactly. out there. Like, well, you know, we appreciate your support too, Mark. I mean, I, you know, without without you know this group, and this is a very good. I think supportive group is the one thing that I could say, you know, like I said, being with Sid all those years and seeing all the people that come by, you know, they're loyal. I mean, the oh, fans yeah. are loyal. The horror community is loyal. Um, I don't necessarily consider myself horror, but I do like, you know, I gr I'm grindhouse. And so I don't fit in with any other weirdos. So I fit in with the, the horror fans because I'm that kind of weirdo. So cult grindhouse uh, audiences and horror audiences tend to mix very well. Very together. well. Usually, because because there they, there's a lot of overlap there a lot of times. I mean, sure is. You know, there's always that big debate: what is thriller versus what is horror? Uh, <laughs> those yeah, are there, no doubt. Those are discussions you can hear online all the time. Uh, so, yeah, I I you know, thanks for coming on the show, oh, and you. Uh, you know, you, you got your show coming. Thank up. you. And uh, yeah, uh, where can they follow you guys uh, to keep up on your project, secret or otherwise? Uh, High on the Hog film is on Instagram on or movie is on Instagram or Facebook. Um, and then we're High on the Hog the movie uh, dot com is also out there where you get all the all the information about High on the Hog and any products and stuff that we have. Um, but we'll be. We've been tweeting, we're not tweeting, we've been posting on Instagram where we've been and where we're going and all that good stuff. So look for us on Instagram if you really want to get the most up-to-date stuff. Fantastic. And and Ben, you got uh, anything you want to uh, plug where the people can follow your stuff uh, outside of Hog? September Maybe. Sun Films, if he's since he's frozen, I'll, I'll I think he freezes it. On, the internet really just does not want them to him. talk. It just yeah. doesn't want them to talk. September Sun Film right on now. Instagram and I believe he's on <laughs> Facebook too. So no, I'm not on Facebook. Oh, September Sun's not okay. No, no, you are on Instagram. Me, yeah, just find me on Instagram. Instagram okay. September Sun Films, fantastic. Yeah, Facebook. He doesn't want Zuckerberg in his business, so I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. I, I nearly got banned for a meme I posted just because I was claiming Howard the Duck was the first official MCU film. So, you know, uh, <laughs> because it was the meme image that I used. Apparently, uh -huh. uh, Facebook auto bots were just automatically uh, uh, blocking that. But I, I will still die on that hill saying that Howard the Duck is the first official MCU film. And I've made, I've made arguments. I've had some Marvel fans go, you know, you're disturbingly correct on that so uh we'll have to see but we're uh folks high in the hog yeah check out all the stuff i'll put links in the body of the uh, web page for this episode thank you both again for coming on and yeah when you have uh more information and can say more about this cool secret post-apocalyptic <laughs> anthology project um be happy to have you back both thank you marco well, thank you very much. And uh, yeah, that'll be it, folks. Check it out. Support indie cinema. <laughs>